0: Hi, this is Mark. Thank you for joining me today on Words of Truth Podcast. Today, uh, we're thinking about Sunday, which is Easter. And I hope that you'll be celebrating Easter, the resurrection of Jesus Christ this year, and that you'll find a church where you can go and celebrate that blessed hope that Jesus Christ has given to us. Now, let me talk about that a little bit. In this podcast that I entitled, A Sweet Smelling Sacrifice. And I hope that when you read your Bible, you do read your Bible, right? I hope you do, every day. I hope you take the time to just linger over the scriptures that you're reading. Try to meditate on what it was like to be in some of the scenes you read. When you read about the birth of Jesus... Take some time to take in the smells of the stable where Jesus was born. Listen to the bleating of the sheep, the chewing of the cut of the cows, or even the silence of the night as Jesus lay cooing softly in the manger. Or when you come to the story of the feeding of the 5,000 people, let your thoughts wander to what it may have been like to be in that large crowd of people. We say 5,000 because that was the number of men present that day, but it was really much larger when you count the women and children. It must have been a hot and humid day, and you were so excited to listen to the teaching of Jesus that you left your house without packing a lunch. Well, you probably didn't know how long you'd be away, and Jesus' teaching was so mesmerizing that you got lost in the teaching, and the time just flew by. And before you knew it, it was dinner time with no food. Just think of the wonder of it all as Jesus takes those few fish and loaves of bread and begins breaking them, and the disciples begin passing the food around, but the fish and the bread they never stop. It must have been an awe type of moment when you realize that Jesus multiplied those fish and loaves to feed everyone with some left over. As we approach the Easter season, let's take a moment and linger in the same way over some of the events of the season. One of the darkest hours in all of human history was the night before Jesus' arrest. Picture the scene with me, will you? On a moonlit night in the Garden of Gethsemane, blood, sweat, and tears poured forth from Jesus' body as he prayed. But something else penetrated the veil of darkness that night as well. It was the sweet aroma of Mary's perfume. Let me give you a little bit of a context. In the Old Testament times, only two objects were placed behind the heavy curtain that separated the holy place from the most holy place, the Holy of Holies in the temple, the place where God resided. It was the Ark of the Covenant and the Golden Altar of Incense. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 4 describes it this way. In it stood, that's the Holy of Holies, the golden altar of incense and the Ark of the Covenant overlaid on all sides with gold in which there were a golden urn holding the manna and Aaron's rod that budded and the tablets of the covenant. Now the incense was only burned once a year on the Day of Atonement. That was when the nation offered their sacrifices, seeking God's forgiveness for their sins. And with that picture in mind, we go to Mark in chapter 10, where we read about Mary of Bethany, the sister of Lazarus and Martha. Martha is preparing and serving a meal. Picture it with me. And Lazarus is there along with other family members and the disciples. They're kind of celebrating, by the way, Lazarus's resurrection from the dead. And suddenly, Mary entered the room where Jesus was having dinner. She was carrying an alabaster jar full of very expensive perfume, probably worth a year's salary for the average worker in the day. It was about a pound of perfume. And without asking and without warning, she poured the contents... Over the head of Jesus, and it ran down over his body and onto his feet, where she wiped them with her hair. Now, of course, Judas was really upset with her because he said that they could have sold the perfume and given the money to the poor. But that wasn't his real motivation because Judas had been stealing out of the pot Jesus and the disciples used to fund their ministry. And so he was really only thinking of himself. Jesus looked over at Judas, and he simply said, let her alone. You see, Mary gave Jesus the most precious thing she owned, with no hope of any return in this life, and yet only one noticed the true value of her extravagant gift, Jesus. The disciples saw a fool for wasting this precious perfume, but Jesus saw a worshiper. What the disciples called waste, Jesus received as a gift. You see, Jesus saw Mary's heart. He saw behind the scene of what she had done. And in fact, he was so taken by her actions that he said that it would be proclaimed for all eternity. He said in Mark chapter 14, Why criticize her for doing such a good thing to me? You will always have the poor among you. And you can help them whenever you want to, but you will not always have me. She has done what she could and has anointed my body for burial ahead of time. I tell you the truth. Wherever the good news is preached throughout the world, this woman's deed will be remembered and discussed. Notice how how what she had done was prophetical of what Jesus would do when he went to the cross to pay for our sins. But it also pointed back to the temple where the incense was burning on the day of atonement for sin. But wait, the story didn't end there. Days later, Jesus fell to his knees as he prayed in the garden, and now we're back to the garden of Gethsemane. We can't even imagine the torment of his soul, knowing what awaited him. And I'm sure that the potent fragrance of Mary's sweet perfume lingered in the air around him as he waited for his accusers. Only hours later, he would be crucified. And his blood, sweat, and tears would be intermingled with the faint aroma of Mary's perfume. And here's the reality of the ending of this story. The king, the Christ of God, who is a sacrificial lamb of the world for sin, had been anointed and then crowned with thorns as he presented his own life as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. In that moment, the temple curtain that veiled the Holy of Holies was torn from top to bottom. The barrier that separated us from a holy God was removed forever because Jesus was willing to pay the penalty for our sins with his own blood. Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 2 says that Christ loved us and gave himself up for us, a fragrant offering and a sacrifice to God. One sacrifice paid it all. As you listen today, I wonder if you've received God's extravagant gift of eternal life. The Apostle Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 14 to 16, but thanks be to God who... I invite you to receive this gift right now simply by believing that Christ paid for your sins and rose again on the third day. And the Bible says, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. God bless you and have a great Easter weekend. And I hope that you'll have it with the Lord. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week.